Hi there, my name is Bob Judson and you're listening to Leading for Life Stories. I'm delighted you're here and I'm really glad to, uh, to have you on my podcast and I very, very much hope you enjoy it. Hi everybody and welcome to episode 21. I'm, as ever, extremely grateful if you're listening to this. I'm even more grateful if you're a subscriber and a regular listener and if you've reviewed or shared with others then that's absolutely fantastic because that's what I really would uh, super like you to do because that's how we get the podcast broader and better and get better guests and all those sorts of things as well. So uh, if you can help me with that, that would be fantastic. This week, I want to talk about a theme, really, and it's a bit of a stream of consciousness, but I want to talk about gratitude and keeping in touch. I've been away from home for much of the past couple of weeks. I've, I was first off in Glasgow and uh, doing some training work for uh, for events coming up into next year. Uh, and then I was over in Paris where I was with Deloitte University and facilitating a, a course of senior managers through their, their global milestone course, both of which were fantastic events and, and obviously involved some travel in both directions away from home and, and plenty of reflection time on the, uh, on the back of that. And I, I hope that my stream of consciousness, as it were, serves as, as a sort of a prompt for you to reflect and personally react based on what resonates with you because there's a number of things that I kind of look at at the time of year we're in. I'm recording this literally just before Christmas. It's going to go uh, uh, go out on, on Christmas Eve on the 24th of December. And I, I think it's an important time of year to reflect a bit on all sorts of different things because – Speaking personally, I mean, I've got so much to be grateful for, the, not least to my wife for the amazing and un- unwavering support she gives to me to get on and do what I do and and just sort of lets me get stuck in. And uh, and she looks after me like there's no tomorrow, really. And it's fantastic that she offers that support. But how often do I really take the time to be properly grateful both to her and, and actually to a lot of other people as well? And interestingly, I talk a lot about this in training sessions. I, you know, I talk about the two most underutilized words in the English language, often being thank you in the same sentence, because I think it's such an easy thing to do, and yet it's so often not done, and particularly in, in corporate environments, people just don't, uh, don't do it enough. Uh, but equally, do I drink enough of my own Kool-Aid here? You know, am I actually, uh, am I really guilty of and not practicing what I preach. And and some of the time, I think the answer to that is probably, yes, I am guilty of it. Because it's a it's an interesting time when you do start reflecting. It's it's a really happy time of year for uh, for many people, but of course, not a great time for uh, for everyone. And, and that often gets brought up in television programs and radio programs, et cetera, where they talk about that. And, and, and I think it's also a time when we talk a lot about keeping in touch and checking in and try to make sure that those we know and love and respect and, and care for are, are kind of front of mind and that we contact them and not least them. We still write a ton of Christmas cards and we, uh, and we send those out. And we often make, well, pretty much always make statements that, you know, we'll hope to see you next year and we, uh, we must do better about keeping in touch and sorry we haven't managed to do it this year, but, 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 but. But then the reality is, do we actually follow through on it? Do we actually really get genuinely make more time to uh, to do stuff in in the coming year? And 
And I think the reality is, certainly for me, I don't. I just don't. And, you know, I think we, you know, we are living in a world where time is rushing by. And, and I, I find that you know, everyone used to joke that, to me that as you get older, time goes faster. And that certainly seems to be the case as I'm getting older. But I think everyone seems to say that these days. And it's a, uh, you know, it is a constant challenge that, you know, to balance the, uh, the kind of equation in terms of what we're rushing around doing and whether we're actually focused really on the right things and, and how much are we genuinely looking at the, the people we want to stay in touch with and, and making a real practical effort to go and see them, to physically spend some time with them and quality time with them, not just sort of en passant, as it were. And I think that is, it's, it's really, really important to, uh, you know, to do that. And it's challenging when we're in what's undoubtedly an increasingly self-centered world, uh, driven that way by an awful lot of things, not least of which is social media where the sort of search for likes and recognition and personal gratification and focus is is important and you know getting your own story out there and of course I'm doing exactly that that's what I'm doing with this podcast I'm you know I'm I'm pushing out personal stories I'm pushing out uh, all sorts of things and looking for exactly that kind of you know likes and and support and recognition and further transmission of it to uh, to boost it and improve it so it it, it is it's just made me think and reflect a little on the importance of doing that. I think it is, it's a good thing. And I think the feedback I'm getting from, from those of you that have been kind enough to give me some on this is great. It's, it's really, you know, you like it, you think it's useful. You know, I know a number of people are very regular listeners and I'm really, really grateful to those that are. And I'm, and obviously particularly if, if you're finding it helpful then that's terrific. But I, I just think as well, it's, it's just for me, it's just given me a bit of focus on myself and, and, what the things I should be doing differently and the, and the things that I'm probably not doing enough of. Because not least, as I get older, I'm, you know, I am acutely aware of, you know, the, the sand running through the hourglass, as it were. And, you know, I think anybody that's, you know, when you hit your 50s and 60s, then you inevitably get into that space where, you know, regrettably people are starting to uh, to, to pass away who frankly shouldn't have done. And that's a challenge. And and it's it's bad enough when they're uh, they're just in old age. But, Obviously, when they're a lot much too young, that's, that's doubly difficult. And I think particularly when in a world of mental health challenges, which I know it gets lots of airtime now, and that's a really good thing, and lots of people are focused on it. But four people I know from military circles have attempted to take their own lives this year alone, and that's horrific. And that's, a, you know, that's I mean, that's just in my relatively small circle that's far, far too big a percentage. And the, uh, and you know, we need to be paying more attention to that genuine checking in on people, I think, and really trying to make an effort to ensure that it's, it's not just a token thing. You are meaningfully doing it. Um, and, and maybe looking at beyond your own personal circle and, and your friends and contacts and just having some more empathy, having a bit more self-awareness of, things that are going on out in the world that are really quite difficult. And, you know, the, the, the old expression of first world problems has never seemed more appropriate to me when I look at some of the things that I think are frustrating me right now, when actually when I look at my life and compare it to an awful lot of other people, you know, you know really what on earth have I got to complain about? I mean, there's just no justification for me to be, uh, be making a fuss at all, frankly, because... You, know, you look at things that are going on in the wider world, uh, not least in the conflict spaces, you know, Ukraine, Israel, Gaza, obviously all of these are, are very, very top of news, top of mind. 
uh, you know, the level of political turbulence in all sorts of countries at the moment and the challenges that you can foceive coming into 2024, individual challenges for people, not least in, you know, due to the cost of living and, and so on and so forth. I mean, and I'm constantly amazed actually how, despite some of those really, um, you know, awful challenges, some people are remarkably upbeat. I mean, some of the news stories you see when they're talking about the conflict zones and the people they're interviewing, I and mean, obviously there's huge tragedy, but there's some incredible optimism as well. And, and you know, people who are very positive coming, uh, you know, coming out of it and positively looking forward. And in in domestically as well. I mean, I, there's a, a lady who regularly is outside one of our local supermarkets and, and she sells the big issue. And clearly, you know, she, she has a tough life, a very tough life, but she's always incredibly chatty and incredibly engaged and, you know, always has a smile um, in a way that, frankly, you think, wow, I mean, that really does make me pause and think if you're, you're in that sort of situation, how marvellous that you can still be as upbeat as that. And it, again, it sort of causes me to reflect slightly back to times out in places like Afghanistan, going out on patrol, where I, which I regularly did with the RF regiment uh, um, team that were uh, were under my command when I was running Kandahar Airfield, and would be out in in local villages. And it, it would always amaze me how, particularly the children, how incredibly positive they were, how happy they were, how overjoyed they were when we would give them something as simple as something like a pen. They were absolutely over the moon with that. And also how in a world where running water was a real challenge in those sorts of places, then actually they always looked remarkably clean and, you know, and well-dressed and, and well looked after. And it just, you know, I think it's, it, it, it's just amazing that we've still got, despite all these challenges, you know, there's some people out there who are really still so positive despite what life throws at them. And Actually, we should be all those of us who are not in that situation and and looking at a, you know, a kind of normal westernized life, if you like, for the vast majority of us, which inevitably has its ups and its downs. And, you know, there might be more ups than downs. Sometimes there might be more downs than ups. But on balance, when you look at where we are, we actually are in, in an amazing place compared to an awful lot of other people that uh, that, that do not have half of the benefits that we do have. And, and I think sometimes we need to be a bit more grateful than, uh, than we perhaps are. And, you know, that keeping in touch thing is just so important. And, uh, and I really don't think we spend enough time thinking about it. So I didn't want to make this a long podcast. I'm, uh, I'm conscious it's going to be going out on Christmas Eve. I, uh, I therefore think you've got better things to do. Uh, you should be spending this time with your family and, uh, and enjoying life with them and all your friends and hopefully having a wonderful time over the uh, over the holiday season and so i'm going to keep this one really really short and just ask you just to sit back reflect look at your life look at other people that you know who you haven't been in touch with recently and just think who can i check in on who are the two or three people that actually i really should pick the phone up to and have a chat to and just make sure they are actually properly okay and hopefully even get to go and see them face to face and do something social and just spend that quality time with people that you value in your life as well as the ones that you perhaps live with see every day just expand that circle a little bit more and uh, and look at who's out there because i think if you do that it will be pretty rewarding for you to uh, you know to have a great start to uh, to the new year as we get into that 
Coming up next week, I'm going to be doing a reflections piece on where I've got to over 2023, what 2023's looked like for me and and particularly some of the stuff on the podcast and a bit of a forward look into what 24 is going to look like with the podcast. Before we get into then effectively season two of uh, Leading for Life Stories starting in the uh, in the beginning of 24, I've already got some amazing interviews uh, recorded and in the can, as it were, and those will be coming out. And I've got a whole raft of additional guests and additional ideas for uh, for what I'm going to do into uh, into the rest of 24. So I'm hoping you're going to continue to stick with me. And uh, if you do, that's great. But what I really want to do just before I close is wish you and your families and all your loved ones an absolutely very, very special Merry Christmas and a fantastically happy new year. And I hope that we'll be continue to connect. And uh, even if it's through this means and me talking to you and that's it, then I, I really do hope that that's great. Uh, I mentioned to send a ton of Christmas cards. If I didn't send you one, don't take it personally. It absolutely wasn't personal. <laughs> Thanks ever so much for listening as always. And I, uh, I really hope you have a, uh, have a wonderful holiday. Take care.